This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Yeah, yeah, feeling good on a Wednesday. All right. Almost uh, ready to get through this whole week and everything's happy and all that. Some guy just emailed me and said, thank you, John, for being a kind, decent human being. I had a guy actually crash into the side of my car. No note, no nothing. Walmart surveillance cameras were <laughs> enacted. Did never get the license. Had to pay out of my... That's tough. Talk to Shane Orlando about that all the time. People bang into each other and don't leave notes a lot. It is the proper thing to do. And uh, Boston tattooed spinner girl, Leah Stevens says, Virtue takes courage, John. You did the right thing. See? I'm a hero for running over that car yesterday. A hero, Brett. And not dashing. Yeah. Well, I would have. It was a Bentley. I'm going to tell you, if I saw the value of the car any higher than what I saw, I'd have been like, I'm getting out of here. But for, yeah, like she said, virtue takes courage. You did the right thing. Damn right. Do unto others, Brady. I learned that from your book. I live by the golden rule. When I run your car over, well, damn it all, I'm saying something. Then I'm leaving. I'm not going to go meet you or anything. That's crazy. What if you're big and mad? Now, that's the only other side. That if this guy calls up all pissy with me, and I'm trying to be like, hey, I'm guilty. I'm, I'm, I'm eating. I'm eating the big plate of pee here. I'm, I'm going. Uh, and if he starts, starts barking at me about things, I don't know if we're going to get in. Because you had that with that dude that you ran into, and then he started getting weird about who's paying for what. And, yeah. And you're like, now I'm in this nightmare. I'm trying to be a nice guy. So I'm prepping for both roads. The fork in the road is, is he going to be a dick about it, or is he going to understand that I'm trying to be nice and I made a mistake? We shall see. There can be a quick, there can be a quick turnaround where I'm just like, wasn't me. I'll, I'll go shaggy on his ass in a heartbeat if he starts treating me bad. Wasn't me. I don't know what you're talking about. Who gave you my number? Who this? <laughs> I believe you ran over my car. No, I did not. My name is Rico Blaze. 
I ran over nothing. That's why answer your phone if it's any unknown number or whatever. Make a wish foundation. <laughs> right. <laughs> the Johnny Fund is almost gone. Can I help you? Uh, did you hit my car? Yes, it was. I had a lot of my mind. My all my kids are dying of some rare disease. Homburg Hospice. Uh, it's too, I'm sorry. We're in the middle of a Sid's death. I can't talk very loudly. What's that? What are you doing? Making baby caskets. It's what I do all day. Oh. Did you run over my car? Uh, Maybe. I don't know. Was there a baby in it? <laughs> uh, TMZ is so salaciously stupid. And, then, and this is where I always tell people, like everybody who thinks the world's gone completely off its rocker, you may be right. But the reason why is because we know everything everywhere. 25, 30 years ago, if somebody uh, you know, uh, did something really stupid in Kansas City, we didn't know about it. In Phoenix, it was local news. If somebody shoved something in their ass and walked around and got caught in a Circle K, it was local. Now, whenever anybody shoves something inside of them, it's national news, like and, wildfire. Right, and, spreads and, and, so and, fast. And especially if they look decent, not you know, if they're even if they're gross. Lady uh, in Vegas stole some Rolexes, uh, and a, oh. a Vegas woman found herself in a sticky situation. Says the story. Uh, she stole super expensive Rolex watches, which I didn't realize what Rolex watches were. Oh, yeah, they're ridiculous. Until I started talking with Gone Trip. up even more. Oh, I talked to somebody the other day, and they had a rare one that was worth like uh, 400 grand just right up front. And we know our boss, Trip had uh, uh, stumbled into an amazing Rolex situation. It's a great story. And it ended up getting auctioned. It was an incredible story. Uh, but this is this super expensive watch, and uh, when the cops said, you know, we, we're pretty sure you did this, they, no. And then they uh, they searched her, and it was inside of her hooey. See, I don't know how you even get to that part where you can shove a watch in there that easily. I mean, I've had to be a stuffer sometimes, but a watch is not hard enough to like. I mean, you get the band. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're going to do a lot of poking. There's, that's not a one-shot thing unless she's got a boner garage that's, you know, fit for an RV. Packing the condom, but her name is yeah. I don't. But, but, then you, you have, have but to. you got to be so prepared for that. The plan has to be to stuff it inside you. Well, if you're stealing Rolexes, I mean, you you got a plan. You think it's so? Not like you're yeah. stealing a Seiko. That's true. <laughs> Would you <laughs> stuff a Seiko yeah. in there? Just give no. it to the cops and go. No. You got me. I don't know what I was thinking. Casio, really, in your <laughs> vagina? Anyway, her name is Sarah Richards, and uh, she continually insisted. Uh, uh, with this guy, she was uh, cuddling with a. Th- or what is it? What's this? Uh, is that the Aria Hotel in Vegas? And she was uh, hanging out with this guy, and she said uh, continually insisted that he take his Rolex off. She wanted to see it, and then she put the watch under his pillow and continued to drink wine. Um, and then uh, he noticed that his watch was missing, went into a panic, and she left, and uh, followed her all the way down to the lobby where he alerted the security, and the, he's like, "She's got my watch." And they're like, all right, we'll take a look. And so the accusation was enough. Reports the police couldn't find the Rolex, but eventually located it in her genitals. Uh, it's grand larceny. Cops are saying that uh, there's a prelim- preliminary hearing for Monday to say, all right, she didn't have it planned out. There was no condom. There was no, like, she just, she spotted him. And that at the Aria, when I've been at the Aria, there's been a few real quality prostitutes that'll come up to me. Uh, and they see they got, you got some money in the machine. And that one, that one looked like uh, that, uh, she was a black girl, and she looked like the girl from Game of Thrones. I mean, she was a stunner and had zero beef 
with me having somebody in the room. I'm downstairs. I got a few thousand bucks in this machine. I'm feeling pretty good about it. Then she pops by next to me, sits down, starts chatting with me. And she goes, you got a room? And I'm like, I do. She goes, does it have a kitchen? I'll make you breakfast. And I'm like, it has a kitchen and it also has a lady sleeping in it right now. I don't well, We could get another room. And I'm like, geez, that wasn't a deterrent. You are good. And then she said, we can go to my car. She goes, I just got to clean it up first. Oh, jump like, in the backseat of a Corolla. Yeah, that's what I was like. I don't know what, like Oliver. And I'm like, no, thanks. That's all right. I'm, I'm going to pass on this one because all I thought was, A, I got to take this ticket out of this machine. That's got a few, and she knows I've got it. She's going to kill me or roll me or stuff that thing in her hooey. But the Rolex coming out of the hooey, I mean, do you want that back? Rolex, yeah, I'm yeah, taking it back. Think? I'm, I'm taking it back. Oh, yeah. Right out of that sausage wallet. Buff it up, and it's good to go. <laughs> do you wear that and tell the story? Hey, you've told you've heard how much they're worth, you know, talking about That's trips. True. So, true. yeah, I'm taking it back. You know, I got this one uh, from a car dealer, and the story behind it is it was in a hooker's for about five minutes. What? <laughs> yeah, she tried to swipe it and stuffed it up inside of her, you know, snuffy hole. You got a picture of her? What's she look like? <laughs> She's not terrible. She's Vegas prostitute. Next time we go to the Aria, Brett, we got to get you in a Folex. Eh. Yeah. Eh. That's her mugshot. It's yeah. not good. Let's she- get Brett with a Folex, oh, set yeah. him up in a machine, throw in some dollars, right. and try to record this whole thing. Yeah, Let's do see it. See if we can get a hooker to shove one up her. Uh, up- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to see your watch. Smash this up in your bean and wander around the area for a little while. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm going to. Lisa, she's ticking. She's like a bomb. How uncomfortable of a walk was that through the oh, casino with have a Rolex, Rolex in you? See, that, I don't oh, know how man. vaginas work, but... I don't either, but I can't imagine... Evidently, they're super sensitive, but not. Because that's like criminal woman. Her first move is to shove it in there. And like, I don't think my penis size does matter. The, the older you get, the more you're like, oh, it matters. That's why Pete Davidson's dating everybody. But I'm not so sure it does because they'll stuff anything in there. Drugs, watches... Like, the, you know, anything. That lady at the, the fire department that told us that Indian was trying to steal a 40-ounce, jammed yeah. it in there and cooled her body core temperature down so bad she fainted in the Circle K because she had like an 88 temperature after that ice-cold beer went in. And they were checking her like, why is she fainting? And then the guy went to take her temperature and her tink, tink. <laughs> There's glass in there. <laughs> she got a bottle in it. Like, ugh. But that's their, like, that's their first move, like criminal women. Let me stuff it in here. No one will look here. No one will, And they realize how Drugs, gross. watches, Everything. jewelry. Yeah. Jewels. It's the first thing they think of when they're smuggling. It goes here. It's like a, it's like a joey pouch for a kangaroo to them. They're marsupials. <laughs> yeah. And I always thought it was like, for me, like every time one gets touched on a porn hub, like, oh, oh, it's like the most pleasure you can imagine. Evidently. Jam a watch in there and start walking around the aria, no problem. Ping pong balls. I don't know how it works. And I suppose it's no different than those awful tampons. Those don't seem fun to wander around. Those are some, that's a utilitarian hole. I mean, because I think of my butt. And, you know, that night with that butt plug at Joel Osteen, I felt that every step of the way. There was nothing about that that was like where I got used to it. Now imagine I have a couple of keys. Yeah, you got a you got a watch band, you got pins, you got the little thing on the side that winds it. I don't know if Rolex has that or not. All the watches that Timex does, but there you go. There, there's the Rolex that goes in. That one's ten Gs. And that's that's ugly. Stainless Submariner is ten G. I don't wow. get it. It's pre-owned. 
I don't understand. But it. That's you would think this watch. would be uncomfortable. Like oh, all the I little. Will, I the, don't want that in my mouth, let alone something as sensitive as my honey hole. The nickel bezel. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't understand vaginas. I don't get it. <laughs> I always, you know, I'm here, I treat them with care. They have to be like. You're supposed to be nice to it, right? Just, like, yeah, just shove that watch and I just wander around the. We'll get in the lobby downstairs. We'll be fine. Get me in the car and I'll pull it out. Like anything goes. Yeah. Fly it up. <laughs> Here, here's a Rolex. What the hell goes on in there? I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want it. Come on, it's 10 grand. Yeah, but you just birthed it like a chicken. That's disgusting. Yeah, well, here you go. Is that one 50 grand? 50 grand. As ugly as the last one. I'm not seeing the beauty in it for 50 grand. I'll go get another Jeep. It's a 1964. I don't see it's it. Amazing. The older ones just I don't cream, see it. And, and primo it, money. It, it, people make fun of Bitcoin. If enough people agree that something has value, it just does. Like yep. that Rolex is nothing special outside of the word Rolex on it, and everything. I'm sure it's well made and all that, but I don't get it. Fifty Ooh. grand, and people who love them, love them. I mean, a few hundred thousand dollars shoved up inside there. I guess I pulled. I might shove this one up there. To- it's got the. Four hundred twenty-nine thousand dollars. It's got the rainbow flag on it. Man, that, that's a decent-looking watch, but half a million dollars. That's for... like a DJ Khaled uh, yeah. watch with all the, the diamonds <laughs> and stuff around it. But see, that's the, like for me, four hundred twenty-nine grand for a watch. I've got a phone; it'll tell me what time it is. And it's all, and I know it's all status and stuff. But if that came out, I would definitely dig around in a hooker's for that thing. Oh yeah, put the miner's hat on and. Oh yeah, no, I'm getting a light and just like, all right, we're. I'm going to be like that uh, that dude that's hanging in that uh, cave in Arkansas we talked about a couple weeks ago. I'm getting in. It's going to be a tight squeeze for my whole body, but I bet you I can get in there. You'd probably have to sometimes free it like a dolphin in a net, cutting the mesh away to get the water. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Too much. Too wow. soon. <laughs> you focus on the Camp Lejeune commercials. You're done with your vaginal mesh ads. Tired of that. Blech. Oh, it's all cut up in the netting. Yeah, it's all webbed up. You're wrecking my Rolex with your meshed up hooker. You shouldn't leave a Rolex laying around. Well, you shouldn't shove it in your baby chute. <laughs> but that's where they put things. I'll never understand it. Ladies, jump right to the baby chute. Shove it in here. If you, That's how you know. Like, it's a bad woman. They'll keep things inside of it. They are. They're marsupial. They treat The, the bad ones treat that thing like... Like it's a purse. And how come I got to hold your chapstick all the time? <laughs> yeah, you got that? That's a great point. It's a great point. If you're Lipstick I'm there with you on that I'm one. I'm so I'm sick a, of holding uh-huh. chapstick. It's ridiculous. Hold my chapstick and tissue. You got a place for it. I don't want to have any lines in my pockets. You won't if you do it my way. Hey, if you can fit a Rolex up right. there, you can I know fit what, some I know what can go there. in there. My wallet fits in there. <laughs> don't start acting like you got nowhere to put your chapstick. I've, I've had it with the holding chapstick. Give me my chapstick. It's the eighth time. But they're like, we've done that. It's impossible to get the lid off. <laughs> Tape it. <laughs> <It's just> so- <laughs> Do something. You know, put it in a baggie. Whatever. You got to hold my phone. Mm-mm. I've been reading the news. I know where you could put that. And no lines in your pockets. I'm not putting that in my honey hole. Why not? The cool chicks do it. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. 
Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. How do you get it out? I got a little string on that thing. Do that. How did she get it? You got to reach in there and fish out a Rolex. I mean, you got to put a hook up there or something? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how it works. I don't know how they work. I know what I'm supposed to do to them, but I don't think I'm doing anything. I think most one of those rooter things, like in the plumbing, you know, clear a pipe. Yeah. I think they're <laughs> the all fake. Yeah, stories like this make me think that they have no feeling in it, and it's all for show, and they're doing it to get paid. Uh, there's no possible way your vagina is pleasurable. Like, I would, I, yeah. Nothing about that feels good to them. If they're show- That's their first crime spot. That's their trunk to hold things. I don't buy that there's any quality feeling with a vagina ball. There's some ladies listening right now. These guys are such idiots. We might be, but you guys, look, I'm tired of holding your chapstick. It just comes down to that. That's it. You hold this. If I, if I'll hold your chapstick, if I don't have to pull it out of my pocket every three minutes, I don't know what's going on with your mouth that you can't say 10 words without your lips cracking up like we're in the Sahara. I need my chapstick. You just applied some. I, yeah, but I had a conversation in the sip. Oh, for sake. Here. Here. It's back in your pocket. Like, you got a place for this. It's a good little invention, the taco stringer. You pull <laughs> ID, chapstick, yeah. everything that you need. Yeah, like, like you just got done with fishing. all the pictures yeah. that come down. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like Brady's idea. You're like the, when you're done fishing and you got a stringer of bass. Yeah. This is for ladies' vaginas. It's just a rope with all their the keys, their, uh, the wallet they never use, a chapstick, tissue, all of it. A Rolex. Yep. You know, <laughs> a Rolex that they stole, the hooker. Water. Yeah, bottles of water. Good Christ. Last night would have been a coat. Tissues. I had to hold the coat all night on mine. I'm like, you brought the coat. Oh, the tissues are in. You can get that travel pack up there so easy. You got to Ziploc it, but that would be the benefit. Like the last pouch is waterproof for your phone and your... (laughs) Your phone. I'm tired of it. I'm so sick of holding chapsticks. Put this in your pocket. Why don't you wear pants that like have pocket? Look at the lever. Then I have a chapstick bubble. And nobody's going to think that's a dick. Don't worry. It's okay that you have chapstick in your pocket. I don't want to carry it around. Neither do I. Gwyneth Paltrow, there's a goop product. Yeah, there you go. So sellable. Start using that thing as storage, ladies. It's You're wasting it. If it's not, if I'm not using it, it's basically a shed. Keep your chapstick in that. I didn't want to carry a purse, so I brought everything with my hands, and you're my purse now. Uh-uh. You got a built-in. I can just hear that sound effect on the commercial. <laughs> Good eye, ladies. How are you? It's going to be those late night commercials. Tired of your chapstick making little bubbles in your pants, make you think you got a tiny dick? No more. The vag stringer. <laughs> Hold up to 13 different items inside your honey hole. I've been using vag stringer for a while. Of course, it would be really weird to be at Safe and go, hang on a second. <laughs> there it is. Here's my credit card. <laughs> <laughs> the guy at the Safeway's got to whip it off. Get all that Carol Ann Poltergeist goo off of it. <laughs> Dishwasher safe. <laughs> it's the best part, ladies. You can swim with it, and then afterwards, toss it in the dishwasher. Do not wash with other dishes. <laughs> One little scrub, and it's back in your honey hole. I've never had a more comfortable honey hole trunk thing. I keep a Rolex, my keys. 
Safety first, really? ladies. Yeah. It's disgusting. Safety first. Yeah, you got to have little <laughs> covers for the keys. Don't want scratchy patchies down there. Pull it out. No worries, mate. But yeah, I'm sick of your chapstick. I'm sick of holding chapstick for... Jill even did that to me once downstairs. I'm like, hold on. Yeah, we're out at a lunch. We hold this. And we get to a... No, we're not married. We're not dating. I get no benefit from this. Why am I holding your chapstick? I just need you to hold my chapstick. No, I'm not doing it. That's harassment. It is kind of. Yeah, you should have went to Susan That's right. time. I should. I should. I, I'm going to today. It was like five years ago, but I'm doing it. Hold my chapstick. Why can't you ladies hold your own chapstick? I've never, ever in my life, without my lips being already completely chapped and burned off, needed chapstick. Ever. You had the problem with the X. Oh, yeah. Is, the, is Medea the same? Chapstick? Chapstick crazy. Uh, She's chapstick, ch- there, yeah. there, it's Marani? And then if oh, I yeah. don't... Chapstick crazy. And then if I don't have it, oh. wh- wh- where is it? I don't know. You probably left in the truck. Check your stringer. I don't know where your chicken poop is. <laughs> yeah. Is that what she gets, the chicken poop or the bird's She has meat? that before. I've seen it. There's like oh. all sorts of new ones. They've done research on it. They spend more time trying to figure out which yeah. is the best chapstick for them. I tried this new stuff. It's just a thing of wax that... You're, there's nothing special to it. I don't know. We when. know one thing: it's addictive. Evidently, it is, and it is mentally, uh, it's mind altering to ladies because once they start, their lips don't work right anymore. And they go, "It's cracking." It's been two minutes since your last application. Your lips are fine. No, it's cracking. It's gonna be all bloody. No, it's not. <laughs> I better like get been in the desert. I better get in for a like, week. What are you, you're drinking water right now. Your lips are fine. Have a sip. Hydrate. What's wrong with you? Here's some wilderness athlete. You're going to be okay. <laughs> I need it. You don't need it. It's like heroin to them. Put it in your honey hole. That's it. Boys, we've solved the problem. KUPD audience, this is it. In a couple of years, we'll get another letter that said, I should have listened to Holmberg. I'm carrying all that goddamn chapstick around. It's no big deal. That's what they'll shop. I don't know what you're bitching about. It's no big deal. Then you carry it. Yeah. But I make lines and you don't want to look at my ass with a chapstick bubble. And I, you know what I can do with my brain? Understand things. I guess that's not part of your ass. It comes off. <laughs> your pants aren't really your ass either. So, and they're doing a lot of work for a lot of you. Pushing some things in places they normally aren't. Oh, man. Lululemon. You think you you think that chapstick makes a difference? I'm wearing Lululemon. I can't put chapstick in my body. You're carrying, ladies. That's it. The KUPD men have had it. We're not carrying your chapstick anymore. <laughs> if you're going to a place, you don't want to take your purse. Plan accordingly. You've got storage. I just read about it. It holds a Rolex tightly in a hooker one, which nothing about that's tight. And she clamped down on a Rolex. You can keep your chapstick in there. That's enough. That is it. I have had it. <laughs> Either that or a tool belt. Yeah, Look it up. That's just weird. <laughs> you got to make it fashionable. It. What would you rather have, Ronnie walking around with Schneider's tool belt or a couple of things jammed inside of her? <laughs> with the smokes rolled up in the You're sleeve. Right. Jammed inside. The only problem is going to be every three minutes they need that chapstick. Reaching in Reaching there. in there and getting it. got a problem. It. Yeah. Go wash your hands. That was gross. My lips were dry. Which ones? <laughs> Pigs, but yeah. If your if their first move is criminal, girl, is to shove it in there. There's more things we could be doing with this. Let's get let's get a little proactive and a little more expeditious with that deal. It's not as precious as you guys make it out to be. 
Never hear of a guy doing that. Strapping stuff to his balls. No one, and trust me, no cops looking there. We don't want to see that. There's nothing better than live PD. I don't know how the guys even do the muling part. Oh. Just the fact that it keeps swallowing it up. Yeah, your butt the danger eats. of that. Yeah. Oh, you gotta, you gotta. Tag. But they do it again <laughs> and again. Butt. Well, what I've discovered from my cop friends is uh, a lot of the times the drug stuff's just in the butt crack. The guys aren't really. Sometimes they go in, but for the most part, the weirdos have learned just to crack it and they clinch up and hold it. They're just holding. Ladies, they go in. And that's why like, we got to wait for a female. Poor female officer. Your job stinks because, you know, you have to work for respect. And then whenever there's some crackhead on the sidewalk, we're pretty sure she's holding stuff in there. So we can't, men can't do it because that would be offensive. So some poor lady cop has to go with a flashlight, some Vaseline, and a glove. Ugh, get <laughs> the mag light out. She can get the fentanyl out. <laughs> Yeah, it's in there. I feel it. Ugh. There'd be nothing worse than being a straight woman having to claw out like it's that game at Village Inn. Ugh. <laughs> God. And there's a stuffed animal, some chapstick. Here it is, fentanyl. <laughs> the chapstick. Are those eyes yeah, staring at chapstick. me? Here, look at you. Hey, good for you. What is that? A, some sort of puppy in here. <laughs> She's keeping her pets in it. A cat. It's yep. a five thousand dollar French bulldog. <laughs> God, this thing is valuable. It's like it's like a sunken ship I found. Crazy. Then last night I had a medical professional talk to me a little bit about. I was telling him about the hero drinks from Elder and Sathley. He goes, I just you know I work in fourteen hour shifts and all. Let me answer to uh, you know I've, I've I like Adderall and I'm like I've had Adderall for. I've been that that'll that's a focus machine. He goes, what I like to do is uh, crack half of it, snort it, and then eat the other half. And I'm like, you're a medical, what? you're a medical professional. He goes, it doesn't hurt anybody. I'm like, okay, <laughs> it doesn't. And then he looked at me. He goes, you're welcome. And I'm like, for what? And he goes, next time you want to do Adderall. I'm like, I'm not going to snort Adderall, you nut. <laughs> you're a doctor. Yes, I am. I'm like, good lord. But the doctors know that you know. I talked to another one. He's like, expiration dates on medicine. <laughs> That's just to cover your ass thing. I'm like, no kidding. He goes, yeah, it's expired medicine. They're just worried your kids are going to take it. You've forgotten about it. You're not obviously you're not using it. Said so I'd go back 2014, probably. I'm like, it's less effective, but it's still just take an extra one. I'm like, you're maybe the best doctor I've ever talked to in my life. Crush it and snort it. Crush it Fine. and snort it. And I asked him like, why would you snort it? And he goes, because it's time release, and that's the, you smash it down, it just eliminates that. You get all the benefits all at once. So he's doing rails of Adderall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Evidently. <laughs> Dr. Rails. Doctor. Like, that's crazy. But he t- he's like, there's so much medicine. It, it doesn't do much. I'm like, no kidding. I'm like, I don't want to make a habit of it, but yeah, if you really need it, it's the fastest. But if you need it now, I'm like, I don't think I've ever needed to be awake right now. It's not like I'm flying the space shuttle. The wilderness athlete hero will do for me. That keeps, I don't have to <laughs> snort it either. I, I guess I could try, but. Then yeah. his last advice to you, and the other thing for you, you should try Tide Pod. <laughs> you should it's eat that. If he was trying to kill me, I don't yeah. like you at all. I'm going to come up with some medical <laughs> advice that's going to kill this one. You should snort more stuff, sir. Oh, thanks. Strange doctor I just met five minutes ago. You're one of them straights, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's one of the straights. He's going to infiltrate. we got to get him snort himself out of here. Yeah, I, it, was a, it was a weird night. I really enjoyed it, but it was a... And Wrigley Mansion, if you have never been there, just tour it. They built that thing in 1920, right? Yeah. There was no Phoenix, really. 
You know, we had a basic idea. Salt River was still cruising through. But all the windows are pointed to downtown like they knew. It's weird. It, well, yeah, let alone building it in 1920 up on that. Oh, incredible. Yeah. I have no idea how they did that. Like, you see the pictures of them building. It had to take 20 years to build that thing. Maybe Phoenix was growing while they were building. I think we're going to point the windows towards that. I think that's where the city's going to be. But, like, they didn't know anything. There were a few buildings there. Not much. Not you much. The, even little, in that area, there was nothing. The town, though. Yeah. I mean, there was the Biltmore Resort, which was at, like, Cave Creek when they built it. Yeah, it was out oh, yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Way out. And then they put the Wrigley Mansion up there. And has it always been the Wrigley Mansion? Did Wrigley do it initially? As far as I know, I yeah. Know. They're pointing the windows out at the city. And they like, built on. Yeah, that might be what I'm seeing. But no, because I was in the old part. If you're in the original part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where I was. And the yeah. windows are just pointed downtown. And I'm like, well, they knew. They knew where the city was going to be. And the foresight on that thing is amazing. Because you're like, they, everything they did here is pointed in the right direction. All of it. The place is stunning, too. I like the bathroom. And then you realize how fat we are now. Because the original door frames in old buildings, 1920s buildings, are two and a half feet wide. Max. Uh, you, I, I, even I had to kind of like sideways into one of them. Like, this is a tiny door frame. And it's because we're all fat and steroided up and our meat got... Look at the beds. Shot. Oh, two go, people used go. to sleep in those little tiny things. Your king-size bed's not enough for two people now. They got that one bed now that holds 1,100 or 1,200 pounds of people. Pigs. And they're bra- yeah, thanks, Brett. They're bragging <laughs> about it. That's their selling point. And they could share a two-by-four closet. Yeah, you and your 600-pound wife can both get in there. Yeah, my grandma and grandpa had a closet the size of a TV. Well, you look at some of them old houses back east, too, and you go like upstairs in the roofs. You got a duck going through oh, the yeah. doorways yeah. and everything. And It's pretty amazing. Christy Johannick says, oh, my God, hysterical, the vagina bit. <laughs> well, I'm, Rolex? I'm sure that your uh, your text to us uh, dried your lips out. You should probably apply. Oh, God. Oh, God. Ken says, when I was in the Navy on a trip to Thailand, I lost respect for the vagina because I saw a show in a bar where ladies shot blow darts out of their, quote, Brady's uh, favorite word, sausage wallets. <laughs> uh, many other crazy performances there. Yeah, you'll lose respect for the vagina when you see how... How the good ones use it. Not these ladies that just, they you can know, be dangerous. hold it hostage at every turn. It's not for that. It's not. It's for whatever you want. It's basically a change purse. And I don't think you get any pleasure out of what I put in there. <laughs> I think it's, it's basically a utilitarian storage shed that makes babies. I don't think there's, I think you've been, I think you just fool yourself into thinking there's something good happening. I love it. It feels so good. No, it doesn't. You shove a watch in it. Oh, there you go. Get the tap and pay. That way they can shove it in there and they just lean up against the... Uh, the bonk, bonk. <laughs> Thanks, ma'am. <laughs> Amex? Yeah, that one works. Can I see it? No, you don't want to. It's covered in melted butterscotch and salmon. Oh. <laughs> That's a strange scent, ma'am. Here's your credit card back. You might want to put that in some rice. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Anyway, ladies, I'm tired of it. We're not holding your chapstick anymore. That's that's today's lesson. No chapstick holding. We're done. And let's make a pact right here. No more. Even if I've got this hoodie and it's got the front pocket, I don't want stuff rolling in and out of there. I want my hands in it. I wore clothes appropriate for what I'm taking with me. Every man for himself, you do the same. Just because you got me next to you doesn't mean you got extra storage. You don't do it to the neighbor like we got too much. Uh, we got too many clothes. Let's go to the neighbors and put our clothes in their closet. We, we, but that's basically how you're treating the male body. I brought too much stuff, and I don't want to make bubbles in my pants. You carry it. The answer is no. From here on out. The other thing is, uh, I feel like I live with a squirrel that's wintering all the time. I find <laughs> chapsticks everywhere in my car, everywhere, every room. They're oh, hidden. There is buried. A, there isn't a drawer in a man's house with a woman in it that you can't open, and a Burt's Bees doesn't go and just roll across the top of it. It's every time I open a drawer, drawers that have no my drawers in the bathroom. Oh, what the hell? There's chapstick in here. I never use it. There's at least eight that the cats are rolling somewhere on the floor. <laughs> and the, the couch. Oh, oh, you find the caps and the cats go hockey Two in the morning. Yeah. They're, they're batting it around like, well, there's a, What is that? I guarantee it's a chapstick. And the worst words I can hear in my house are, I can't find my chapstick. I don't know. I got to go buy more. Open any drawer in this house. <laughs> there it is. Right. I thought I got a lifetime supply of chapstick about 15 years ago. I bought a full box of Burt's Bees. Gone by February. It was a Christmas present. I'm like, this is gold. Here you go. Seven million chapsticks. Thanks. And, and her face was bubbling out with wax all over it. She had so much on. It's ridiculous. Hold this. No. Put it in your VD. <laughs> You're doing it. And you know, it's just not reciprocal either, because if we had too much stuff, I'm like, can you put this in your pockets? Um, no. Like, they'd immediately tell us no. I don't want to lie. Like, I don't want to do that. So then we're, we're going to start playing your game, ladies. Your no, which is so quick and accepted, is going to be what you're going to have to face. And hold that vagina hostage. I don't care anymore. There's stuff in there I don't even want to bang into. Watches and keys and remotes. Who knows what you're doing in that? And it makes me think that the average girl sometimes does that. Like when we're not, we're at work and they're at home. What, stashes? And just stuffing things in there. <laughs> just testing out. I wonder if I could walk across the house with this in there. Like if I was a girl, that's what I'd do. I'd stuff something in there and then like see how far I could go before it fell out. Big universal remotes. Yeah. Turn the <laughs> like, TVs and stereos yeah, I'd on. I go in the backyard and I'd jog. Like, nope, falls out after 15 steps. That's no good. What else did I got? Rocks. I'm going to stuff a rock in there and see what I can hold on to. That's why the. TV changes the channel every now and then out of the blue. Just, <laughs> Who hit the info Kegel button? Real quick. Who hit the info button? <laughs> Sorry, I had some gas. <laughs> huh? Yeah, the where's the remote? That might be a thing. Oh, I forgot. I was doing my little test when you were at work, stuffing things in there to see how much I get old. But I have to think if I if I had a vagina, I'd be doing that all day. What can this? What can I do with this? Like, how many muffins can I get in there? <laughs> Ten. The answer is 10. Yeah. You need a bag? No, I got it. The only fear is that things go rogue sometimes and find their way up into the crannies. And you think you got it all and you didn't. My friend uh, and his girlfriend were big into food sex. It's not the Karcher Caverns. Oh, or it is. It actually is. There's some places you can get lost because my friend, uh, he, they, were, they thought it would be funny to have uh, tuna fish. Uh, Whoa! Yeah, tuna, well, on tuna. tuna on the tuna. Tuna on the tuna. Tuna on the boat. You know? Tartar. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So they're pouring a star kissed all over there. And, you know, 
And then, oh. of course, yeah, and then they finish up shop, and like two weeks later, she's in the hospital because he was evidently pushing it up in there, and she got this massive infection. <laughs> and then you try to explain to the doctor, well, no, you're going to find some tuna fish in there. What? <laughs> I know, and some banana chunks. It was a weird night. What a combo. Yeah. Sorry, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> that dude's name was Kessler. And he came to the, he's not going to believe what happened. Like, he wasn't even like upset that his girlfriend was in the hospital. He was laughing. Sorry, banana chips and uh, tuna fish. Oh, God, what? I know. Tempe. <laughs> that is disgusting. Tempe paramedic, firefighter, got on a call, and it was same thing, but not tuna fish and banana. It was all swollen and had been for a couple of weeks. Jolly Rancher. <laughs> oh. Fresh breath. It's important. Find <laughs> a matchbox car, pack a dentine, a chapstick. Well, that's good. At least you're, you're doing your part. Yeah, tuna fish. And she had to go to the doctor because it was like it turned into a blowfish. And she was throwing up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something's wrong. She thought she was dying. All I had to do was just kind of hose it out and clean it up. <laughs> Get a squeegee and pull all the remnants out. And then we were all done. All right, it's back to good. Anyway, those things are gross. Vaginas aren't. They're gross. But ladies st- tried to steal a, a Rolex and put it in there in the Aria. So next time I'm at the Aria, because I like going up there, I'm going to look around for ladies who limp, and I'll know. There's $50,000 worth of uh, time goods in there. Show them your clean wrist. Yeah. <laughs> Ma'am, I am not wearing a Rolex. And I, yeah, that one, that one hooker wanted to kill me. And then at 2 in the morning, she gets a phone call from her dad. Says it right on her phone, dad. I'm like, oh, your pop's calling you from Minnesota at 2 in the morning. Yeah. He, he keeps an eye on me. I'm not an idiot. Although for a few minutes I was thinking, wow, her dad really loves her. Because I didn't want to admit she was a prostitute. There's nothing worse than when you get hit on in Vegas and you're like, this girl's beautiful. And then she gives you a card. Call me if you want to be a Kathy girlfriend. Oh. oh, nuts. I thought it was just, I thought it was a handsome. <laughs> I thought double. we hit it off. I thought I was handsome. Turns out you saw the desperation everyone else like sees. like the guys on the corner? Yeah, no. Angel had a nice card. I gave it to my friend's son. He was 18. I'm like, give Angel a text. Oh, man, this game's so much fun. I'm look up this girl's beautiful. I'm like, yeah, it is fun. What do you do with the, like, the second? Yeah, well, it goes up to the second level, and you can, and it's a it's a double feature game. It's double top dollar. It's a black. Oh, that looks fun. That's fun. It sure is. Here's my card if you're looking for the girlfriend experience. You look lonely and desperate. No, yeah, I guess that's me. So did Mark's kid ever risky business, sir? He texted her. Well, I text with his phone. We had we had a correspondence with Angel. You like trains? It was pretty funny. <laughs> so did Guido the Killer Pimp show up? No, no, no. We, we, we didn't tell her anything about where we were, but I just took Mark's kid's phone and I texted him. I'm like, looking for that girlfriend experience. What's it cost? 500 bucks. Pretty reasonable. But I'm like, you're not bringing a hooker up to this room and banging her on the couch. And then the next day, Matthew wakes up and he's like, oh, she texts back. What do I do? And I'm like, don't answer it. Just get a new phone. <laughs> Change your number, man. Got a prostitute with your phone number. Her dad gave her permission. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> See, she saw your uncle and uh, the ugly desperation that leaps off of me. Uh, she she recognized a sucker, so she came over. That place was packed. At first, you think it's a, a, nice, and then you realize how insulting it actually is that she saw me and went, that guy's not getting laid without paying. <laughs> tons of people on machines. Yeah, tons. <laughs> and she, she targets the ugly guy with a cancer head. He's not getting laid without any cash going towards it. Nobody in their right mind is going to have sex with him, so I'll, I'll bite the bullet. Comes over and flirts with me for a second. Like, yeah, this is cool. And then you realize, oh, I'm the ugliest guy in the casino. I get it. 
It's sad. It happens to me a lot, too. It used to not. Now it doesn't. <laughs> Hookers like me. <laughs> it ain't because I look rich, either. It's because I, I look like a guy who can't get his own. He needs us. Prostitute bait. You got a Rolex in there? If you got a Rolex in there, I'm in. Decent band name? Prostitute you got a Rolex? Oh, Prostitute bait's a great band name. And, and hookers should consider that, too. Uh, treat their vaginas like it's the claw game. You give, give you $1,000, and whatever I pull out, I keep. <laughs> sometimes it's a Rolex. Sometimes it's just one of those little wind-up chickens that bounce around on a desk. Using the whole fist there, <laughs> Great <Doc>? game. <laughs> I'd like that. I'd be like, oh, look what I got. I got a little chicken and a, oh, I got one of the, the things from Gru. I got a minion. Neat. Thanks. Congratulations. Enjoy your parting gift. I'd wash it. That's no minion. It used to be white. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. It's an old rubber. <laughs> anyway, you ladies are disgusting. I'm not holding your chaps again. Brett, what's on the big board? All right. Wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies over at Air Action Ride Shop. Of course, the snow is hitting hard up north, and uh, it's time yeah. to get that gear all serviced up. So. All your ski and snowboard needs can be uh, taken care of over there at Action Ride Shop. They're offering $5 machine waxes while you wait or $15 hand waxes with overnight Ooh. turnaround service. So uh, actionrideshop.com for all your snow needs and, of course, mountain bike needs. And There's loads else. of them. Oh, yeah. This guy says, I was in Thailand. I saw ping pong balls, and then it went crazy. Snakes, mice, fish, and darts. One of them smoked a cigar with it. That <laughs> thing <Ben>? is... <laughs> That thing is Groucho disgusting. Marx down there or something? Or what is it? Say the secret word, the duck comes out of my vagina. <laughs> Yuck. Anyway, everybody go skiing. All right, on the list, uh, Hollywood <laughs> Undead, Static X, Soundgarden, Megadeth, Nine Inch Nails, Corn, Coheed and Cambria, Butthole Surfers, Death Angel, Parkway Drive, Steel Panther. Wow. Metallica, White Zombie. It's a good list today. That Parkway Drive's a great song. Yeah. Vice Grip, and that's kind of what we're talking about. Edit, Yeah. That's kind of fitting. Yeah. Let's go with that one. Parkway Drive's Vice Grip. We'll go with that. That's good. Is that off the new one? No, that's, no, that's an old one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was going to say. I got more confused. The new one popped up on my uh, shuffle the other day. Such a good album. It's outstanding. Yeah. Like, if you want rock music, they're giving it to you yeah. 10 times over again on that album. It's and they'll great. be here. That's February right. February 1st. That's, that's right around the corner. Yeah, I can't yeah, wait. Four weeks away. You can go see that. That's a nice little stocking stuffer for somebody. Parkway Drive's good. Who are they with? That's a good show. Uh, I think it's Memphis Mayfire. That's it, Memphis Mayfire. Okay. Yep, at the Marquee. Oh, I mean, you guys seen what they did at at U Fest? Unbelievable! I mean, just tore it up, they, stole they the show, owned it. Yeah, they were the two p.m. band and they owned the show. They were outstanding. Yeah, Parkway Drive's great. Uh, Vice Grip. Yeah, this one's off of that, uh, seven or eight years old. For the chapstick. Yeah, for you. Keep it. Keep it in there, ladies. This one's for you. Put it in there. We know you can hold. I wouldn't want to do that. That's not ladylike. Shove it in there. I don't care. Not holding your chapstick. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.